Welcome back to the After Hours Podcast with your host, Davon McMillan. And today is going to be a different type of episode. Today is going to be a mini cast, uh, basically a shorter episode where I just want to talk about like one keyword or component or um, subject and just do a brief overview about it. And this is going to bring some more variety to the episodes. It's going to allow me um, some more variety when I'm, I'm scheduling and booking guests and um, when I'm planning what the episodes are going to be about. So today I want to talk about this um, this concept about figuring out your life's purpose. So it's called Ikigai in, in Japanese culture, but uh, in French it's, it's raison d'etre. I think that's how you pronounce it. Honestly, I don't never took French, but pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong. But in English, it, it basically is like your meaning in life, your purpose, your life's purpose, your life's mission, you know, Be, what you want to focus your moral existence on. And there's it's a Venn diagram in the show notes and in the uh, the um, show profile picture or the show photo. Uh, I, I put the Venn diagram as it looks when it's completed. So that you can use this as a reference, but the Venn diagram is is four circles that you're going to fill with information. The first things that come to mind, and these circles are going to overlap. And where those circles overlap are the four key components to figuring out your ikigai. And the first one, um, probably the easiest one for you to focus on in the beginning is your passion, right? And your passion is going to be a combination of what you love to do and what you're good at. And you're just going to fill that first circle up with what you love to do, hobbies, um, anything. Don't think about how it's, how it can make you money or what you think people, what you want, what you think people want you to do or what comes easy, just literally whatever, whatever you like to do, cooking, snowboarding, watching TV shows, just don't overthink the process. So fill that up with what you love to do. And then in the second circle, right to the left of it where it overlaps, just fill it up with what you're good at, you know, and this one for some people might be a little bit more difficult to to figure out internally. So feel free to ask um, friends and family members, coworkers, um, things that they think that you are just good at. Maybe they just come to you, for instance, for advice or to help them work on something in their house, um, you know, things like that. So for instance, for example, for me, for the first circle, for like what you love, I love to draw, you know, love to play video games, love to talk, <laughs> um, love to drink beer, you know, love to cook, um, all those things. They're just first things that come to mind when I think about things that I just enjoy doing. And what I'm good at, I'm good at drawing. I'm good at speaking, um, public speaking. Sometimes it, I mean, it still makes me nervous, but I think it makes everyone nervous. Um, I'm relatively good at video games, some of them. And I'm filling those two circles up and I'm already seeing things that overlap. 
right? For passions, for my passion. I see drawing is in what I love and I see drawing is in what I'm, I'm good at. So I'm going to put drawing in. I'm going to connect that those overlapping um, examples and put it in that passion section that you see in the top left. Then you're going to move on to your mission. And what your mission is, is what you love again, but what you think the world needs, right? This one's going to be based on some, some moral concepts. Um, you're going to need to ask yourself like what you don't see enough in the world or what you think can make the world a better place. And there's a lot of examples out there for sure. Um, but definitely challenge yourself on some of them. You know, you you want to take a really subjective standpoint on this. Don't look at it objectively. Like, don't just go Google like what the world needs. Like, ask yourself internally like, what do you what are you not seeing enough in the world that you think would better it, and just fill that up with things. Top of mind, I don't think drawing would be in there <laughs> for sure, but creative freedom, maybe, right? And, you know, that's a little druggy term, but it's basically like a focus on ideation and a focus in, you know, push to let, especially younger people, younger kids, um, let them know that like creativity is something that's very valued in the world. So maybe the teachings of creativity and like giving creatives and designers and things like that um, more, I guess, more credit for the things they're creating. You know, it, it, it it's not looked at, you know, you ask most, uh, when I was a kid and I asked most adults, like, about creative jobs and designing and art, you know, they almost always assumed that I would be a starving artist or that, drawing was for kids, you know, things like that. So I think that education behind, you know, disrupting that fallacy is something that the world needs. And I would write that in that bubble. And I would see what is in that circle with of what the world needs and the things that I love to do. And again, where they intersect, that's where you want to start filling up your mission. So now you got you already got two things just by doing those top three bubbles or top three circles. You got your your passion and your mission figured out. Next, you're going to fill up the bottom circle with what you can be paid for. This one is going to be um, <laughs> maybe difficult for some, right? Because I mean, realistically, you could be paid for a lot of things, right? But you got to ask yourself, like, I think we talked about this in the past episode, like the 10,000 hours or like going to school is essentially like the same concept. Like, what have you invested in as a career? What do you think people would want to pay you for? You know, I don't think people are going to want to pay me to play video games. I enjoy them and I'm I can be fairly good at some of them. I doubt it can be a profession, right? But drawing, 
designing, uh, creative directing, photography, lots of things creatively that, you know, I could be paid for that I've invested my invested in, in myself. Um, but like maybe some coding or engineering work, probably not. I really haven't spent much time on that. Like it's not something that I feel confident in asking for large sums of money for. Um, I've done a little bit, but that's not something that I would put in my what I can be paid for circle. So be a little bit critical when you're thinking of examples for this one. But essentially, this circle is for anything there's a market for. Anything you feel like people value enough to pay for it and that you feel confident enough in to ask people to pay for. And yeah, that could be anything, but I think this would serve you better if you just have a little bit more of a critical look at it than the other circles. And once you have that last circle filled up, you can figure out your profession, which is what you're good at and what you could be paid for. You know, that one should come pretty easy. Hopefully you're already kind of doing some of the things in your profession. And then you can figure out your uh, vocation. And vocations like your divine calling, almost looked at as in, in like a religious sense, like, like how can you help the world and help yourself at the same time, essentially by being paid, since we live in a capitalistic society that like, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to meet your needs, you know, you gotta be able to pay rent and eat and all that stuff, but you can also help the world. So it's almost like you're breaking even, you're not working in order to profit, you're working in order to better yourself and the world around you. And that's your vocation, right? And then when you got passion, your passion, your mission, your profession, and your vocation, you can look for the thing that stands out in all four of those, right? Something that you're passionate about, something that you see yourself working towards and generating profit and like it becoming a career focus for you, something that you're drawn towards in order to help the world, something that you can be paid for that you don't feel like you need to try extra hard to get people to value that thing that you're making or servicing or creating. And then that thing is probably not like a word or a thing. You might see that it comes together in a different way, you know, to symbolize your ikigai. That one thing is going to be the thing that this whole exercise is trying to illustrate is what you want to spend your life working on. It's your life purpose. It's your life meaning. You know, take it how you will. But it's a it's a really good exercise to kind of like visualize some of the things that you're spending your time on, where you want to go with your career, your life. Uh, things like that. I wish I had knew about this earlier on in my career. I spent a lot of time figuring out if I wanted to work in um, entertainment or in product or if I wanted to freelance or if I wanted to be at an agency or work for a company or a brand. Um, I started applying this when I was in uh, when I was in school in my last semester, and you know it it illustrated to me that. I was meant to focus on something that I myself was creating, 
my own brand, my own agency. That was the thing that made me feel the most fulfilled. And being within a nine to five wasn't. And that thing that I was creating needed to be something physical and then it needed to be able to open up doors for younger generations, especially who are creative um, or artists. So that's what I focus on now is help. But I do this not regularly, but multiple times just to, you know, see if there's a new, if I have a new perspective on things. So give it a shot. I would love to know um, what you guys get. Uh, so let me know in the comments. Let me know on IG, uh, however you want to. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, these mini episodes are going to be just like 10 to 15 minutes. I want them to be like quick, concise, short, and sweet. Thank you again for listening in to another episode of the After Hours Podcast. I'll see you next week, Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Till then, make sure to check out the store. Oh, yeah, this week or next Tuesday, uh, we'll be dropping um, shorts for the site, mednot.com. So make sure to check out that. Go to the site right now. It's still closed. Um, but you can sign up for emails or follow the Instagram to be notified when the shorts drop. I've been getting a lot of um, a lot of questions about the shorts. A lot of people want them. It's it's hoochie daddy season. They're hoochie daddy shorts. So them thighs are going to be showing, especially good for people with uh, thigh tats. <laughs> so if you got some thigh tats that you're willing to sh- you wanting to show off, hit up the hoochie daddy shorts. They'll be available next Tuesday. Yeah, when this airs, it'll be next Tuesday. So yeah, thanks again for stopping in. Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure to let me know what your ikigai is or your reason for uh, life or your life's purpose. And yeah, stay stay healthy. Till then, catch you next week.